episode 136, Authentically You. Welcome back to One Extraordinary Marriage, where we talk about sex, love, and commitment. You're here with Elisa DiLorenzo. And Tony DiLorenzo. And happy, oh, this is officially fall now. Like it, I've heard all of the, everybody talking about, of course, in San Diego, it's still 95 degrees, but you know, I've seen lots of fall pictures. People are starting to, you know, talk about cold nights and leaves changing colors. And, um, this Midwestern girl lives vicariously through all of you. So thank you for posting that up on Facebook. And I hope all of you are having a good week. Um, and that you're finding, you know, you're finding your stride. I know Tony and I have been a little out of, out of sync. We've just both been really busy. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot going on right now on a lot of different levels in business and, you know, family, family and, and other whatnot. activities. And like we've said before, and many a times life happens mm-hmm. and in our lives we're married. <laughs> and so how do we make that yes. all work together so that we have the extraordinary marriage that we want to have. Mm-hmm. And so constantly, daily, hourly, sometimes we are thinking about what are we doing in our marriage, right? Right. So that we can have that, mm-hmm. y- you know, and it's not the big stuff all the time. It's, it's not like we're going out and, you know, just having these awesome date nights. But you know what? Last night, here's something really fun. Abby was off somewhere. She hadn't come home for a birthday party. She hadn't come home from a birthday party. We only had Alex here. Elisa had been gone for a while in the afternoon. We had both spent part of the morning together doing baseball with Alex. I had a church thing. Well, with only Alex being home, we were just like, hey, Alex, go watch a movie. We're going to go take a shower. Well, Elisa and I quickly somewhat quickly. I mean, we didn't do a quickie, but I mean, we had some oral sex. We had some fun. We enjoyed ourselves. And then we took a shower. And then as we jumped out, Abby came home and we moved on along with our day. <laughs> jumped Just right back into that full time. Jumped back in. But you know what? We took advantage of that moment. And I want to tell you guys, take advantage of those moments. Mm-hmm. Really take advantage of them because you don't know if you're going to be awake. You know, you don't know if your spouse is going to be awake and ready after you've gone through dinner and put the kids to bed and done the reading. I mean, heck, myself, most of the time, even tonight, I was sitting there reading to Alex and I'm, I, I can't even keep my eyes open. Yeah, The words are blurry. I, every other word I'm slurring. He's like, Dad, what are you doing? I go, I, I need to take a nap. That's what I need to do. And that's, that's kind of where we are right now. And there's just, there's a lot of really, really good things going on, but the one area that gets impacted is our sleep. And so the idea of making it to bedtime or, or, you know, before you go to bed to have sex is it's not working for us right now. Right. And so we are taking advantage of those daytime hours when we are both in the same place, same time and awake. Yeah. To analyze, okay, how much time do we have? You know, can we extend this beyond the quickie? And then let's go for it because you know what, folks, if if you're exhausted, don't keep putting it off until bedtime because it's not going to happen. Well, and then what ends up happening too, you're going to get there and then it's not what you expected. And because of that, 
you start getting this sort of nagging feeling going, gosh, it just isn't that good. In, in actuality, it's really good. You're just tired. Mm-hmm. Find different times of the day. You know, when you are awake, when you do have energy, you know, just a little something as we kick it off here. We're going to talk about authentically you. And what does this mean as we dive into this show? Well, authentically you means you are living from the inside out. You know, you are living your life the way you feel inside, the way you are, you know, you're the DNA God has given you. You know, because so often, um, and I'm sure a few of you are going to be nodding your heads as I start to describe this, you have your work persona, mm-hmm. the, you know, the person that, you know, you laugh at certain jokes, you talk about certain things at work, and then um, you have your church persona, you know, how you appear to your church friends on Sunday morning or Saturday morning when you go there, and you have your Friday night friends persona or, you know, Sunday afternoon with the guys or moms from the PTA, you know, you have all of these different personas depending on who you're with. And it might just be little tweaks here and there, little things that, okay, well, that's not acceptable in that group, but it is over here. And we know because this was a life that we used to live. It it was a juggling act. It was, you know, okay, well, you know, I, I can say this to this group of women but not in mixed company over here and you know vice versa and you get to the end of the day and you're like I don't even know who I am but I'm exhausted it had nothing to do with staying up late working on businesses it had everything to do with trying to remember how I was supposed to act when I was with a certain group of people and the reason that we do this is because we have such a deep-seated desire in our hearts to be accepted and to be liked that we're willing to put on um whatever mask or costume we feel we need to, to be liked by different groups of people. Mm-hmm. But that is really hard because the masks get really heavy. You know, these perceived masks of, okay, well, this group wants me to be, you know, bubbly and peppy and, and the volunteer and the go-to person. And this person, this group wants me to say yes all the time. And this one wants me to be the funny guy. And, you know, you're, you're you. <laughs> God wired you a particular way on purpose because he needed you to be who you are. And so when you try and put on all of these different characters, it wears you out. Mm -hmm. And it has an adverse effect when you come home and when you bring it to your family or to your spouse in particular. And I'm going to tell you, for me, for instance, many years ago, I remember working at a specific company and at that company, it wasn't un, I mean, it, it, it happened often, the lying, the cheating, the, the, you know, going behind other people's backs would happen often. And I picked up that at my work. Well, that same persona, that was at work, even though I knew I had a different one here at home, and this was prior to even having our kids, and here with Elisa, that would get pulled in. And so Elisa wasn't able to trust me at times. I was being secretive. You know, this was way back when, too, when my pornography addiction was at 
pretty much an all-time high in our marriage. And so that authenticity of who I was was really askewed. Mm-hmm. It was really off. And it has taken years. This isn't something that, you know, you get into it and you're just like, man, I'm going to change overnight. It doesn't. I mean, it takes time. It takes you really looking at who you are and being that person and realizing from the core, from the depth of your core, this is who I am. This is what I stand upon. For me, that turning point came 12 years ago now Mm -hmm. when I hiked the Pacific Crest Trail and that I finished it. I think we think it was like September 12th or 13th of 2000. So it's been 12 years, but that, that experience, that adventure that I had on the Pacific Crest Trail hiking from Mexico to Canada over a four and a half month period was a pivot point in me. I truly began to realize who I was. And now you don't need to go take a four and a half month sabbatical you know, this sojourn and just get away from everybody and everything to find out who you are. I do believe though, that you need to be getting into your Bible. You need to be reading. You need to be seeking God and seeking and learning more about yourself. You know, who are you? What do you stand for? Mm -hmm. Write that down. Do you know what your purpose is here on earth? You know, write that down, find it out for myself. I mean, it is all about integrity. You know, for me, the core of who I am is integrity. It is what I do no matter where I am, no matter who I'm with, no matter what situation it be at church, be it in a business setting, be it at home. I live by integrity because I believe for myself, that that's the only thing that really and truly matters at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Because if you can trust me or a business associate can trust me, my spouse can trust me, the guys at church or the gals at church can trust me, that means more than anything to me. And so it's taken years, though, to get to that point. And I'm going to tell you another story, too. Just It's a work-related one. Because this is where I think a lot of us will go, oh, it's okay, I will I can fudge a little bit at work. So in the auto reconditioning business, a lot of times what will end up happening is that I will get calls from folks that have had something happen to their vehicle. Well, they'll be running it through their insurance. And what will end up happening is they'll go, well, you know, this is the insurance area, this panel or that panel. But... When I show up, they'll go, oh, well, you know, there's another dent on the other side. Can you just throw that in? You know, just put it all in into to what's there so the insurance will pay it. I've had that happen to me many a times. I will say in the years past, and this, is, this hasn't been recent by any stretch, but in, in years past, I'd do that. Sure. Hey, put it in there. Let the insurance company pay for it. I'm still going to get paid. But over the years, and I'd say it's been probably a good five, six years now, I've just gone, no, I'm not doing it. It is not worth it to me. And I'll have folks get upset. 
Well, what do you mean? Why won't you write it in there? I go, because it doesn't have anything to do with the damage that was incurred that your insurance is paying for. I'm more than happy to give you a discount when I do the other work, but I'm not including it in there. So your invoice is only going to reflect the damage that has happened. I can walk away from that incident with my head held high and I can put my head down on my pillow knowing I did what was right. And it comes into my family, Mm -hmm. you know, because if I'm willing to, you know, live authentically from the inside, I know that I'm doing what I'm called to do. And it's, it's true. I I don't know how many people over the years have told me that, you know, Tony is a man of integrity Um, because what you see is what you get, regardless of the situation that he's in, you know, it's never, well, that's weird. Tony said this over here. Tony said this over now. I mean, people know Tony and it doesn't matter if you're a CEO or, you know, the baseball coach or the homeless guy on the street, Tony treats everybody the same and gives his character the same way. And it's true how it comes into, um, how it comes into the family because whether it's your kids watching every move that you make and, um, you know, calling you to task on something that they don't think is fair. And they think, you know, for example, um, and those of you that have children know that sometimes you say that a certain activity is going to happen. Like after dinner, we're going to go to the park. Well, then dinner turns out to be this huge fiasco, takes twice as long, and you make the declaration, we're not going to the park because dinner did not go well. So in the past, our children would have said something to us, well, you lied to us. You lied. You said, you, and, and so it's a matter of explaining that, no, based on the original set of circumstances, we were going to the park, but you guys changed the circumstances. Mm-hmm. And, and so it's explained to the kids the difference between lying and having that circumstantial you know, piece change so that they understand that, that lying is something that we take very seriously in our family, that their character is something that we take very seriously and we do hold them to high standards. They don't like it. They would like us to you know, be a lot more lax. They've told us this on numerous occasions, but you know what? I'm not raising kids in my own kids word choice where the, you know, the kids come up to me, I'll be your best friend. <laughs> yes. I love that one. I do not need children as my best friends. I, I had that when I was little. Um, I'm now an adult and I prefer adult only best friends. Thank you very much. Um, but they get it now. They get that they cannot sweet talk us into changing our behavior to be manipulated to their circumstances. And, and it makes a difference too in our marriage because I don't ever have to question if Tony tells me something, there is never a nagging doubt in the back of my head going, Hmm, I wonder if that's really the truth. Yeah. Uh, maybe I should check up on that. Cause I got a funny feeling. Now let, let's be upfront here though. When trust was broken, Oh yeah. I mean, this is not, this is not like it's always been this way. Right. When trust had been broken on my part, we had to work hard and I had to work especially hard at building that back up. So if in your marriage, 
there have been trust issues. Could be an affair. Mm -hmm. Could be pornography. Could be an emotional affair. It could be, gosh, you know, sneaking behind your back, you know, just hanging out with the guys or the gals and not truthfully being honest, saying where you're going or what you're doing. These little things, they, they steal from our marriage. And it will take time to build that back up. Now, everybody wants a magic pill. Everybody wants that magic pill. Oh, how long is it going to take? All of us are different. Mm-hmm. Man, I, I really wish we could. I, I mean, I wish Elisa and I could just go, here, here it is. You're going to be better tomorrow. Unfortunately, folks, all of us are different. All of us have different circumstances. And it takes time. I will say this, though. Those of you who seek out help, who seek out marriage coaching, will most likely get to that point sooner than later. Or sooner than those that don't. And sooner than those that don't. Exactly. And the reason I say this is that you have a third party in there helping you through and dealing with the issues at hand. Mm Mm-hmm. So many of us just want to go at it alone. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. And guess what? You're not. So stop lying to yourself. You want to be authentic in your life? Stop lying to yourself first and foremost. Mm -hmm. So seek it out. And if you're looking for marriage coaching, Elisa and I offer it. You can hit us up at info at oneextraordinarymarriage.com and we can talk. We can set you guys up on a, a plan and a program. Mm-hmm. And start working with you guys because we truly believe it helps move you forward. And that could be four sessions. It could be 10 sessions. You don't know. It's like building a business. There are times when you work with coaches that just skyrocket you. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you sit there and you may work with them for four or five weeks. Some you may work for a year, but that time with them is so beneficial, it's amazing. It's the same thing with our marriages. So don't be scared to seek out coaching. On another note, we are gonna be having our first live event here in San Diego called He Zigs, She Zags. Mm-hmm. It's all on communication. It is gonna, I mean, you, we're talking about authentically you. You're gonna get Elisa and I to the hilt authentic up on stage and we want you guys there joining us because it is going to be one heck of a fun morning on October 13th from 9 to 1130 here in San Diego. You can check it out at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash live events. For those of you that listen to K-Love, it actually just went up on K-Love's website on their, events on their calendar. event calendar today. So Which that was very cool. That was exciting yes. to, uh, to see it up on K-Love. It is. It's cool. And if you're not here in San Diego or the Southern California area, you know folks that are, pass it on. Share with your friends. Let them know about it. It's $10 a ticket. And we got Love at the Next Level CDs that we give each person who signs up. And that's a $19 value right Mm -hmm. there. So you're getting in for free, basically. And having two and a half hours, we are going to just light you up and get you get you going. It's all going to be on communication. So, and then the big part of that is communication is kind of that keystone to being authentically you. Mm-hmm. 
in your relationships. It's, it's making that decision on how you're going to convey who you are. And, you know, so often we as people hide behind our words. Um, you know, it's very easy through our words to craft and create all kinds of fantastic embellishments of who we are. Oh, and social media allows oh, all of us to do that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not even going to go to the social media thing okay. today. But, <laughs> I mean, that, that's a no? whole nother... I think it's so funny now, honestly. I, and I'd love to just say, I think 90% of the stuff up on Facebook that people put up is crap. I'm sorry. It's just what? unbelievably because I can see a person 10 minutes before and happen to just jump on and see what's happening. And I'm going, are you kidding me? You're just having a horrible day, a horrible week. And now the world is just smoking great. I'm like, come on, get out of here. Yeah, anybody, <laughs> anybody can type anything they want. I know. I, know. Um, I, I just believe that so many of us are getting wrapped up in it. And I know it's a conversation you and I had just this past week. Mm-hmm. The amount of time being spent on it yep. for us is getting overboard. Right. It's it's getting way too much. And it's, I I personally think, to the detriment of our relationship at times mm-hmm. and, and truly going, okay, what is really happening? So I know for myself, I don't put much stuff, status updates for me personally. I still keep up with the, the One Extraordinary Marriage fan page there, but personally, I don't put much. Mm-hmm. I mean, in, but I, yeah, I'll raise my hand. I, I've been spending way too much time on that dang thing. Well, and I think, you know, I mean, this is completely as a side note because this wasn't going to be a Facebook conversation. Or Twitter or whatever. Or Twitter, you know, whatever your social media drug of choice is. Um, and, and I say that, you know, tongue in cheek, but the reality is, is here was the conversation this past weekend. So what? Tony and I do not have TV. You know, we, we've told you guys, we turned off the TV. We do have Netflix, um, which we do enjoy mm-hmm. just to get the movie in. Um, but Facebook, Twitter has replaced the, the couch potato element in our lives. Mm-hmm. And that was the conversation that we came to that, you know, it's very easy for us to sit and scroll through status updates or post stuff up on Twitter or do, you know, do this or do that. You're right. We're not sitting on the couch with the remote control, but we had the realization this weekend. It's the same behavior. Mm-hmm. We've just replaced one box for another. This one just happens to be smaller and portable. Um, but what happens is that all of a sudden, you know, you're creating this persona on Facebook because maybe you've reconnected with the high school friends or the elementary school friends and, you know, everybody's looking at pictures. I'm like, oh, you know, what is so, you know, what is Elisa doing these days? And, you know, of course you want to look good. You know, it's like all of a sudden you're, you know, back to when you were 17 and you wanted to impress somebody. And it's like, seriously, I mean, I'm 38 years old now. You can look on my Facebook page and that's who I am. You know, I'm married, two kids. I, I've got, you know, these businesses. This is, these are my friends. This is, these are my likes. Like it, don't like it. I honestly don't care. It's who I am. And, you know, if you don't like me, I mean, we have, we have people, you know, every once in a while, Tony will send out, you know, something on one and, you know, we get un, un, unliked. That's not, a, a, right, unliked. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and quite honestly, that's fine. It, it's perfectly, because you know what? There's no, 
I mean, we love seeing the number of our fans grow. Don't get me wrong. We love that you guys spread the word. But if somebody doesn't like what we have to say, our feelings are not hurt if you stop listening to us. Go find somebody else that speaks to you. Mm-hmm. Because this is, this is what you get when you get Tony and Elisa. And that's what we want you guys to get to. Right. We want people to be able to look at you. Your spouse in particular. And say, you know what? I know day in and day out. I know who this person is. Yep. I know that, you know, when the shit hits the fan, I know what their character is going to be. Hmm. I know when we've got a romantic evening, I know what their character is going to be. I know when I say I need a hug, I know what I'm going to get. Because when you get to a point where the inside always matches the outside, that's when you're living that authentic life. That's when you don't have that battle going on in your head going, ooh, who am I? What group am I in? Oh, what, oh wait, am I supposed to be funny? Am I supposed to be the, the silly one? Am I supposed to be the serious one? Oh, 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 oh. And then you get, you know, I mean, think of a two-year-old on hyperdrive. <laughs> That's what it's like when you're and, trying to and bounce. And for those of you who have two-year-olds, you know what it's like. Yeah. It's that point where your heart sings. That that's that's when it all comes together. It's that point when you just know it because your heart sings. And, and you are going, this is who I am. And yes, you're going to still have those struggles, those internal struggles of, no, but I'm really this person or I'm really that person. Or you're going to have those internal struggles. All of us do. Even the most we can say the most perfect person that you could possibly think of who is not because there's only one perfect person that's ever walked this earth. But even them, they are struggling. I, I want to share something. I had a conversation with Abby this weekend because uh, we are talking about some behavioral personality type thing. And she's like, mom, I'm just, I'm not that kind of person. This out of the mouth of a six and a half year old, right? She has decided she's not that type of person. And you know, I was sitting there listening and, and I got to thinking about the fact that, okay, it's six and a half. I'm not really sure where she got the idea that she was or wasn't. But what I had the opportunity in that moment to explain to her, I said, honey, you are never set in stone. If you decide that you want to be somebody else because it's a better fit for you, because it's really who you are, then be that person. You know, you don't have to be the funny one, you know, or the one that, you know, I think we were talking about smiling all the time. She goes, mom, I'm just not the type of person that smiles all the time. She says with this big, wonderful grin on her face. And the other part of that is, honey, you don't have to be somebody all the time. You know, and, and that's, that's the other part of this authentic, you know, being authentic doesn't mean being rigid or inflexible. It means being true to yourself. So that means you can show emotion, you know, being authentic. It doesn't mean that you're happy all the time because authentic people, guess what? They have really bad days that get them down and they have hurts that run deep and they show those being authentic means that when you're having a really crappy day and somebody asks you how you're doing, your response is not, I'm fine. Like we so often do because that's how we've been conditioned. It's saying, you know what? I'm just having a rough day. Thanks for asking. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And they may or may not ask you more probing questions. It may just be enough to hear, you know what? You're having a bad day. I'm staying away from you. That's okay. But you didn't, you didn't put up that mask. You didn't say, you know what? I'm good. I've got all my ducks in a row. Life is rosy. When inside you're thinking, this is the worst stinking day of my life. Mm -hmm. That's how you start practicing authenticity. It may just start for you by being able to respond to that question with what you're really feeling. And a good way to find out who you are, ask your spouse. (laughs) Be prepared. Yeah, be prepared. But it is a wonderful way to learn because some years back, I remember Elisa and I talking about this because Elisa would become a very different person, especially in a workplace environment, completely different person. And I remember having conversations with her going, what is up? Like I would come into an office where she worked and just be like, Hey, this, that. And I mean, it was just sort of like close the door. This is, you know, it's like we are in professional mode right now. (laughs) I'm like, it's been so long since I've actually been in a corporate workplace. I'm trying to remember what that personality was. Oh, I do. I remember it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I mean, do you, I mean, you remember those talks. Yeah, now that you bring just... it up, I mean, I really had blocked it out until you just said that because I'm like, what is he talking about? <laughs> yeah, but that was, you know, those were one of those instances where it's just like, wow, hon, it, you know, I understand you're in the work environment, <laughs> but the rigidity, it's not who you are here. Be be the person you are all the time because that is going to be the person who's going to have the most impact on other people's lives. Mm-hmm. You know, at work, at church, at the mops group, you know, when Elisa used to do a lot of the mops stuff when the kids were younger, you know, at home, you know, that's when we have the ability to impact a lot of lives when we can truly be ourselves and say what we're feeling and say what we're thinking. <laughs> Elisa's, Elisa's yawning over here on me. It, I'm going to say it's late today. Um, we just, like Elisa said, we wanted a podcast last night. It's just been, it's just been crazy. And, um, Gosh, it, it, we're we're getting at this late tonight, and I think we're both just a little fried right now. So if this wasn't one of our better podcasts, <laughs> you are welcome to say so below because you know what? We know it. And, and we also know, um, yeah, they're just those times you guys had given us permission a year ago when we were going through our, do we continue? Don't we continue? Do we pull the plug right now? Uh, conversations with all of you. You had given us permission at that point in time not to podcast every week. Right. And that is something, um, those of you that chimed in a year ago and said that, that has been a tremendous freedom Mm -hmm. for us. And yet there are those times when, I mean, I'm sure it went through Tony's head, it went through my head, you know, maybe we should just skip it this week. But then we've got a topic that just says, you know what, no, you know, I, I don't know who of you out there needs to hear us talk about authenticity this week. I know you're out there because we never said it out loud to the other one. Maybe we should skip this week. So I know when that happens, 
Um, whoever you are listening to us this week, I hope you hear this message. And I hope all of you take some time to think about who am I in my marriage? How am I relating to my spouse? Am I someone different when I'm with them? Do I tell them, do I tell them, do my actions and my words match up? Because that, that's a good way of knowing if you're living an authentic life. Start looking at, you know, if your spouse ever says to you, you do say one thing, but you do something completely different. You might want to think about, are you being true to yourself? Are you being true to them? Um, authenticity and, and the ability to be true. That gets to the heart of marriage, folks. Your spouse has got to know beyond a shadow of a doubt that what you say and what you do will always match up. They're depending on that. That's what the whole I do's were based on is that, you know, they know you and they know who you're going to be and they know, they know your character. So if you find yourself listening to this podcast this week going, Oh, I've got some work to do. Start doing it. Your marriage depends on it. Your relationship with your spouse, with your children, all of the relationships that you have ultimately rely on you being authentic because nobody wants to find out that the person they're involved with is a fraud. That hurts. It hurts to the core that that will make someone brokenhearted and you don't want to cause that kind of pain. I know you don't. If you're listening to this show, I know that you're the type of person that wants to make things better. You wouldn't listen to, you guys wouldn't listen to us if you weren't trying to make things better. So take some time this week um, to evaluate who you are, how you act. Um, if you're brave enough, have that conversation with your spouse. If you need to work up to it, that's okay because that can be a big one, um, especially if you have some idea of what they're going to say. But part of being authentic is being able to ask them that question. Mm-hmm. and being able to calmly listen to the answer that you get because your spouse, um, yes, your spouse sees you with, with tinted glasses on, but their tint is a lot different than your tint. Um, we have the rose-colored tint in our spouses. They have the crystal clear. So work on that this week because it's going to be something that changes your marriage when the two of you are being truly authentic with one another. Yeah. You guys have a fantastic week. We love you. We hope that this week just brings you joy and happiness. Love you guys. 